Attention, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, scientists and brains of all ages. It is time once again for Blastro Podcast. <laughs> and now broadcasting directly from the pod chamber, that man of science, Dottore. <laughs> of great mysteries. Where are we here? Why do we come from? And whom stuck around and raised us after our broodmother ejaculated us from her uterment? Well, today's episode of Blaster Podcast will seek to answer that last one. Additionally. Additionally. <laughs> quiet, boy. It's <laughs> <This>, okay. <laughs> Additionally, this episode marks the first time that I broast not one, not two, but three of guests. Yep, I crammed an entire family of hominids into the pod chamber today so that we can understand the unique phenomenon that is family. Whammo zammo, it's time to meet the famo. Sitting down on me today is a group of people who are accomplices of mine from the heady days of my public lecture circuit about Commedia dell'arte. One of them is a professional mask maker. And the other two are stuck living with the guy. Dear listeners, I present to you Jeff, Donna, and Atticus Semmerling. Hello, family. <laughs> Hello, Hello. Doctor. Hello. Hello. So just for the sake of our uh, noble audience, would you please say hello and say your name for the record so they know which voice is whose? I'm Dottore Bellardo. This is my voice. I'm Atticus Semmerling, and this is my voice. I'm Jeff Semmerling, and this is my voice. I'm Donna Semmerling, and this is my voice. Well, now that we all have voices, let's get down to it. I've invited you, families, here to the pod chamber to get into the guts of what it means to have a family and to be a family. <laughs> I'm a man of science. I simply don't have time for these things, you understand. But I'm considering uh, uh, purchasing a family in the future, and so I'd like to know a little more about it. So, Semmerling family, how do you guys all know each other? We're family? That's basically how. Yeah, because we're family, we know each other yeah. as family. We live in the same apartment. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, we do activities together. Yes, that's correct. And we support each other, and uh, we help each other through each other's tasks, and we look ahead for each other and watch each other's backs. So family is like a primitive tribe of uh, Barney frogs. Watching the perimeter in case the hawk of justice comes to scoop them up. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better myself. I guess. (laughs) I guess that was correct. Good, good. I have no idea. Close enough. (laughs) Now, uh, let's start with the hard hitting questions, Donna. What does family mean to you? To me, family means the individuals in your life who are there to support you and help you through the hard times. And also have. Oh, hold on. Oh, dear. Somebody's personal life is more important than Blaster Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Whoopsie. I told them I was in a pod Yeah, yeah, stuck in a pod. Yes, stuck in a pod, whatever. All right, should I continue? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Oh, yes, so your family shares your joy, and you practice living with them. That's accurate. It's an experiment. It's a long, <laughs> long-lasting experiment. It's been going on for a long time. This yes, experiment. it is. Huh. Ow. Or as you might say, an experiment. Well, I don't think uh, there's a time that Atticus remembers not being in this family. 
Atticus, is this true? Yes, it is. You don't remember being a zygote? What's a zygote? It's like a tiny human growing in a lady's womb. Oh, I don't remember that, but I know that happened to me. Okay. And when it was happening, he was still in the family, even though? Yes. Still tied to, and even perhaps more, in the family. In, Whoa! Like a nesting doll. <laughs> a nesting doll made of flesh and blood. Uh, Jeff and Donna, I know this is a delicate subject, but what made you want to build a child? It was not our decision. The Lord decided. The Lord Chamberlain, who censors all my podcasts? No, no, no. It just came upon us. It was what fate. The universe. It was what happened. And and we, we, I guess we have options to reject these happenings these days, but we enjoyed its arrival. Oh, interesting. Well, I have a line of uh, cleansing products in case you need to that. This sounds very inappropriate. (laughs) Atticus! Atticus! Yes? Atticus, Atticus! Okay. Well, first of all, how old are you, Atticus? Uh, I'm ten. Ten. You think you're smarter than me, Detorable Ordo? Maybe. All right. <laughs> Let's put it to the test, Atticus. I'm going to ask you a challenging question. Which one is better to have, a family or a robotic Tyrannosaurus Max? A family. Whoa! What makes you say family? Because if you had a robotic guy... Tyrannosaurus, Tyrannosaurus Max. Tyrannosaurus Max. Thank you. Uh... And you just have a robotic thingy. I don't even know what it does. Uh-huh. Uh, and if you have a family, then they can take care of you. Um, they help support, hurt you through events. If I continue just saying this thing, uh-huh. then I'd basically just be saying what Donna said earlier. Interesting. So you're saying a Tyrannosaurus Rex cannot do what Donna says family does for her. Yes. A robotic. Right, a robotic T-Max is not going to feed you dinner. It's not going to teach you uh, values, how to tie your shoes. Because it can't, because it's got those little arms. <laughs> yeah. It would try, but it wouldn't be able to. Yeah, You know, they say the T-Maxes were natural mothers. That they raised their young, unlike the Apatosauruses that just squirted out a bunch of eggs and wandered off. And then maybe eat them later. Wait, Apatosaurus? They wouldn't want to eat them. No. They'd plant those. Oh. And uh, various corn-flavored snacks. <laughs> okay. Most of the creatures that ate their own young didn't survive long in the evolution of things. Huh. Well, what about the shark? The shark is a pretty big creature. Jeff. Does it eat its own young? I think so. It uh, doesn't. I would. It doesn't? All right. <laughs> Look, I'm a dottore. I'm a scholar. I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, neither do neither I. Do That's I. the difference between us. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff. Sometimes families fight at each other. What are some good strategies for conflict resolution? Oh, um, endurance is a good one. Endurance. Yeah, <laughs> seeing the big picture, you know, you gotta aim way into the future. Do you have some sort of device that can shoot things into the future? No, no, no. The things must remain where they are, but they must slowly, you must wait for them to get to their future. So you stay where you, okay. Let's say I'm having a fight with my wife, who I'm not fighting with anymore because she uh, fell off of a cliff accidentally. (laughs) (sighs) But let's say we're having a fight. She says, Dottore, why did you eat all the chickens in the ranch? And I say, because they were delicious. And she says, we needed those for the harsh winter ahead. And I said, I don't think ahead. I live in the present. I'm like a Buddhist. And she says, you're in trouble. Yes. So then, according to your strategy, I say, let's just chill out. And someday this will all be behind us. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, actually somewhere back in there where your wife said that you should have been thinking into the future about 
how those chickens would last you through the winter. Mm-hmm. See, that's a more family-minded way of thinking. And if yeah. you were thinking family-mindedly, you wouldn't have eaten all those chickens. So families have to share with each other? Yeah! Oh. There are some burdens to the family, but they're really worth it. You know, it's like I heard recently <coughs> somebody say that the more you give, the happier you are. What, uh... Huh? What about that? <laughs> well, uh, it depends on what you're giving, I think. Well, I guess you're right. Unless you're really happy giving a lot of crap. <laughs> right. Like when I give money, I don't feel good. I feel poor. That's true. But in the act of giving money, not just handing money over to get something, yeah. but giving money to somebody who needs it, oh, you'll, it'll make you happy. You try it sometime. I can tell you never have. I don't know. Like I said, I can try. tell you never have. You should try it. Charity. You can try right now. What? Yes, you know, families have a hard time making all their bills. Oh, look, I don't have trouble uh, making bills because I have a counterfeit machine. It's easy. (laughs) You can get paper and ink anywhere. We have lots of bills at our house, too. Lots of them. They come every month. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, good. So we're both doing excellent. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay, Atticus, I understand you're an expert in the mythical world of the ancient Greeks. I used to, uh, like, find out a bunch of stuff about it. You used to learn about them? Yeah. Be a scholar? Yeah, it's hard to stay updated with the lives of the ancient Greeks. Um, they I, change? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, you should check out their Twitter account and Tumblr. They're always <laughs> releasing new material. <laughs> Aristophanes' latest combo with Rihanna <laughs> is really hot. Uh, so, Atticus, I must ask you, did the ancient Greek gods use have a family? Yes. What? Who, wait, when? Who is this family? Um, Zeus, and then there's Hera. Um, His wife. Uh, <laughs> and then he and had some other friends, too, that he had yeah. children with. That was problematic. Yes, he had a bunch of children. Um, and then he also had children with mortals, and so did some of the other gods. And they were demigods, and they were, like, heroes a lot of a lot of the Greek myth stories. Like the great Heracles. Yes. Or Dottore Bulordo. Are you part uh, God? I mean, I don't like to brag, but it makes sense. Uh, Look at my voluminous blaster pod! (laughs) Explains things, yes. (laughs) That is big, by the way. Thank you. Um, when I was in the Mafia, they said I was part of the family. But then when I tried to schedule a family reunion barbecue, nobody showed up. Why is that? Uh, I don't know much about the Mafia. Well, I was listening to a rebroadcast on NPR about a mobster named... What is his name? <laughs> Bobby De Niro. Bobby DeGeneres. Bobby De Niro will play Bobby him. I'll just say his name's Bobby Generic. And um, it has to do with, there was a lot of loyalty, especially if you came from the same town. If you were a Southie and you were born as a Southie, even if you were an FBI agent, and you were investigating the mob, you had to be loyal to your friend in the mob who was also a Southie. Wait, is a Southie someone who's left-handed? Yes. Oh. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, swings for left field? I, sure. I read The Da Vinci Code. I know that left-handed people are sinister. Gandalf told me that in the movie. So, this is very great. We're going to take a mild break now for a commercial from our sponsor, Pretos! <laughs> 
Hey moms, are your kids tired of eating food? Then ditch the lunch bag and pick up the all-new Pritos Pop-Top Sack, the only snack sack with a top that pops. Forget about your granddad's pop-top pretzel cylinder. What is this, the 1980s? I don't believe so. But don't just take my word for it. Ask a real doctor of extreme medicine. Hi, I'm also Dr. Ted James, gynecographer and doctor of extreme medicine. When I endorse a product, I know it has to be 100% healthish. And since Pritos makes their snack-flavored pellets with over 65 military-tested ingredients, you can rest easy knowing that you're putting only the highest quality flavor objects in your mouth. But don't just take my word for it. Let's take the taste to the streets and ask a man about it. Excuse me, sir. Is there anything you'd rather eat than a fresh pop-top sack of Pritos? Yes. Wait, no. Oh, too late, baby jambles. The crunch of the people cannot be denied. So what are you waiting for? Get your tochas to the nearest novelty food product store and pick up your pop-top sack today. Pritos, the fun snack that'll blow your schmind. The great actor Rafe Fiennes, who played the Lord Baltimore in the Harry Potter series, he said one of the things that binds us as a family is a shared sense of humor. Do you agree? Do you laugh about the same things? I don't think so. Atticus, you have a different sense of humor than these guys? Probably. Well, I think that sometimes we have our separate senses of humor. There's many things that make up the one sense of humor. Sometimes the sense of humor is is between a part of the group against another part of the group. Uh oh. Are we talking like practical gooks? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe. Or poking fun of someone's habits or something. My family really thinks throwing up is funny. <laughs> this is hilarious. So this is my mother, my father, my sisters. So if someone in my family, my husband, my child, is throwing up, it's really hard for me to feel bad <laughs> for them because I'm laughing Yeah, the so first time it, it broke my heart, she laughed at me while I was vomiting. Oh, no. oh. But did it lighten the mood, at least? Uh, for her, yes. Well, <laughs> like if somebody... It lightened my stomach if, as well. If somebody <laughs> goes to White Castle at one in the morning and then comes home and... Oh, you're going to try to play a blame game. No, I'm not saying you. Your responsibilities for having feelings for your family. I, it, I have to tell my family. So it's like he brought it upon himself. Right. And like, yeah, she has to call her family up and say, "Oh my gosh, oh. can you believe it? Jeff, Jeff vomited last night." And then they all laugh. That's all she has to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I don't understand. What, so for a period in my life, it was a personal goal to throw up and laugh at the same time, <laughs> and I did it five years ago. Really? Yep. I forced myself to laugh when I was really hung hungover. So you were felt so ridiculous that you laughed at yourself while you were... But that's releasing double endorphins. Double endorphins? Mm-hmm. What is, what's an endorphin? <laughs> when an, you, an orphan? When you vomit, I believe that releases endorphins. And when you laugh, that also releases endorphins. That makes you happy? Yes, mm-hmm. endorphins make you feel good. And endolphins. If you can release the It's fun to swim with the endolphins, <laughs> but... That's also fairly fun. That would be really funny. <laughs> but yeah, being in a family it releases endorphins too. What? Yes, just the smell of each other. 
What? That's gross. We Take don't talk shower. about it. We don't talk about it. But it's true. Here's something for the Podscape. Podscape. I like that. I'm going to steal it. Podscape to Tori Bellordo, 2013 TM. If you go as a family on a walk, walking also releases endorphins. What? Then you associate that feeling with being with your family. So if you do something that releases endorphins with your family, then... That's why it's really important to vomit with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, in an old tradition when I was growing up in Bologna, we used to take a walk slash slither together through the dense forest, and uh, my father would give us all uh, little tinctures of poison. So we would throw up together, and you know that what they say, families that throw up together grow up together. Uh, my uh-huh. brother, Ralph, feels is he really named Ralph? <laughs> she doesn't have a brother. Do you have a sister have named Hurleen? She, she, she just has two sisters and none of them are named Hurley. Hurleen. There's Earl. Dubois. And Dubois. Dubois. Those are the three kinds of vomiting. What? Ralph. Ralph As Earl. a scientist, I would think you would know. And Dubois. And Dubois. Dubois. There are also three kinds of kissing. What? Tell them the three kinds of kissing. Whoa. Peach. <laughs> and alfalfa. <laughs> There's three kinds of kissing. Peach, prune, and alfalfa. Are these the different flavors of the kisses? No, no, no. It's That's why I don't date vegetarians. <laughs> it's where your lips go as you say them. Where your lips go? Peach. Peach. Prune. Peach. Prune. And alfalfa. <laughs> Now, you can't see this at home. These gentlemen are sticking their tongues out at me in a a, a disconcerting fashion. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Now, the next quote comes to us from, uh, and by Pope, I mean the next quote (laughs) comes to us from Pope John XX111. (laughs) And this Pope said, The family is the first essential cell. Of human society. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. Now, I assume you're my prison cell. What? No, 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 no. No? No, no, no. no. It's like the kind of cell that makes up a living thing in his body. What are you talking about, cell makes up a living thing in his body? Like, uh, Not the prison kind of cell, the other kind of cell. What other kind of cell? Oh, my cell phone? No! <laughs> Not cellular. It's like the thing that your skin and flesh. Uh-huh. And your body is made, made up of the cells. Oh, yes. Cells? Even the meat is, if you look smaller, there are cells that make up the muscle meat. The, the, the meat that is the muscle. The meat that is the muscle. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, um, uh, I don't know about this, Summerlings. I'm a man of science. I'm pretty sure that we are filled with meat and wind and uh, uh, an intangible, uh, a, a, a ethereal luminiferous ether, which uh, brings us... And bile. And bile. Of course, four different types of humors, uh, black bile and yellow bile included. Uh, Seed Blaster Podcast, episode 11, all about phlegm, for more. (laughs) (laughs) I already saw it. So, okay, cells. Let's just assume what you're saying is correct, (laughs) and that a human body is made up of tiny, individual, discrete parts. Yes. Okay, so civilization, in the Porps quote, is, or society is made up of individual cells. Right. And these cells are family. Right. It's called the organic analogy. The what again? The organic analogy, so it's like saying... That society, the makeup of uh, people working together, is like the makeup of the cells in an, an organism working together to make that organism and survive. And your family is your primary community. 
right? Your immediate surroundings, your your first contacts, your your window into the world of humanity. That's yeah. Channel eleven, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> All so right. It's your channel eleven. Yes. So it's, the family is your channel eleven. Channel eleven. Yes. And if it weren't for the fact that Atticus goes to school and makes friends with other children, I wouldn't be friends with those children's parents. So because of him, my community is larger because I like, meet my friends through his friends. Because there's like a channel 20 also. <laughs> okay. 20.3. Okay, so your child, you send your child out into the world to like, make my friends. like a probe onto uh, Saturn, the he, planet. He brings back a... Adults. Yes, and he well, we brings. Do, we I, I befriend the natives, <laughs> as you, as you probably refer them. Yes. And their and their supervisors befriend my supervisors. Ah, interesting. They're chieftains, as it were. They're administrative assistants. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's much uh, more like yes. it. They're caretakers. They're man servants. Yes, I I have a kobold servant. Uh, Shim is named Balnaz. And uh, Shim is very much like a uh, goblin, but bluish in color. I've kept Balnaz away from you all uh, because of <coughs> hygiene reasons. Well, thanks, thank We do have a child here. You're welcome. Uh, okay, so let me uh, say a similar quotation to you. This is by a dude named Will Durant, who is a, a author of uh, many, many long, irritating books about civilization, wrote 11 volumes of them. Wow. And he said, the family is the nucleus of civilization. The Pope called the family the cell of society. William Durant said it's the nucleus of civilization. Now, as we all know, a nucleus is, uh, is a fake name, a nom de plume, if you will, an alias that is adopted by a, a nuclear weapon so that it can what? sneak through the border and blow up. Uh, no. 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 Well, it's I the think center the of one of those little discrete, discrete parts that make up your body. This is, the nucleus is the center? Of a cell. Of yeah. a cell. The, center of a the cell. nucleus they're talking about, the nucleus you're talking about is, is not the same. Nucleus, starring Jennifer Garner. That was in the 1990s. <laughs> but actually, I would say, as opposed to the Pope and that other guy you were quoting, I would say that the family is the quark. Of the cell. Like the Ferengi who serves drinks on Deep Space Nine? No, no. I'm no. liking this! It's the subatomic particle. This is gonna be one long episode. Life <laughs> is one long episode, Atticus. They seem to be just getting smaller and smaller, is what I'm saying in your quotes. They're so just, families are small things. Well, trivial. <laughs> they're building blocks, I guess, is really like what Legos. all these people are saying. Yes, like a family is the base Lego. Of a society. Like a family is a one-spot Lego, and you gotta plug in other Legoans to make a society. It's well, in our case, it's a three-spot Lego. Oh, so you can make a corner of a castle. Yeah, yeah. and we can branch out. All right. Like, what? First, what is it, boy? At first, it starts out with one Lego, and then another Lego, and then they connect and, and possibly make a third or fourth Lego, and then they connect and. They cause more connections, yada, yada, yada. Did you see how we entered into his expertise here? I did see that. That's amazing. <laughs> so, uh, uh, next quote is by a, a, a science witch named Mary Curie, who thinks she knows so much about science. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> this charlatan has said, I have frequently been questioned, especially by women, of how I could reconcile family life with the scientific career. Well, it has not been easy. Which leads me to the question, how do you balance career and uh, taking care of all these meatbags? Brilliantly. 
Right, so why didn't they bathe him? That poor dog can't bathe himself. Yeah, that poor dog. And he has no nose. Oh, it's a oh, hard I life for him. Take care of that dog. It's like my friend uh, with Stelda a wooden Stelda. leg named Max. Okay. I have a friend with a wooden name leg named Max. What's the name of his other leg? Oh. Are you sure you guys aren't uh, a vaudeville act, <laughs> <laughs> family act, traveling through the Catskills? <laughs> um. Sort of like a family act that stays in Chicago. Well, Chicago is a good market for family acts. Sure, sure. Yeah. We got a good sense of humor here. Yeah. Okay, so uh, uh, another interesting thing I discovered. Wolves, the sharks of the earth, live with their families. The baby cubs are raised by both parents, and they stay together. What's the deal with that? Are we just uh, hairless wolves? We're pack animals, yes. Oh. Is somebody gonna put an ox cart on me and make me plow their field? No. Thank you. You had you heard it here first. Dottore Malorno <laughs> will not plow your field. He is not a pack animal. But wolves, they mate for life. But how do they know who's the? I, how which one is the male? Wolf? Which is how the do you know they all look the same? That's not what I was saying. <laughs> how, how do they know who's the one? The, oh, you mean it's not they're... like they can go to wolfmatch.com. Wolfmatch.com. Oh, it's magic. It's the same way we knew. That we were meant to be together. One of us for forced life. the other. For life. One of us forced yeah. the other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This for sounds life. like how insects get together. <laughs> it's so, a it's a power, it's a force, you know. It's what's a force? This thing that draws families together. But the wolves have to have something innate that I don't know if people have it because most people they're on the internet all the time with their texting. Yes. Ducks have it too, right? Ducks? I heard ducks are savages when it comes to the bedroom activity. <laughs> well, you know, all animals who mate for life don't necessarily not sleep around on the side. What? And that's kind of that's kind of the truth. Yeah. What? But still, it's there's a fidelity about sticking together for other reasons besides just sexuality. Right, like that my green card. Family's about. Yes, exactly. That's how you got in the country. Oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> Well, it is important to be a legalized citizen of the country, so if you're looking to get married, Dottore Bolordo will hook you up. <laughs> that doesn't work anymore, I hear. What? You can't green card people? No, I don't think that works. What? No. We are on the precipice of having marriage rights for two dudes, and yet we can't uh, cheat the system by, you know, marrying somebody so that they can live in the country? It's true. I think we're almost passing that in Illinois, and just recently in Minnesota, they passed that uh, men can, or homosexuals but, could But not marry. women, apparently. <laughs> and, and No, but that's interesting, because before that, in Minnesota, really there was only one gay man who was married, Marcus... Uh, Aurelius. No, no. Marcus uh, Bachman, yeah. Was he Michelle Bachman's <laughs> yes, husband? <laughs> oh, singer, political humor, you're a blaster fuck. That's the first political joke we've ever had. Oh, really? Well, I called Mitch Bomney a, a werewolf. That's because your mother listens. My mother. Oh, my mother. <laughs> <laughs> she does listen, so I, I can't swear all the time. When do you swear? I swear in my dreams. At night. I swear allegiance to those things I care about. Really? What do you care about? Family. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, that's an easy one. Art. Art. Who's art? 
uh, art is a force of nature as well that uh, keeps us supple and loose and not so stuck like a, in our shallow thoughts. Oh. You know, you have, when, in order to get outside of yourself, and that's a what? long ways for you to go. Sorry. You have to have art. It makes you step aside from your already expected. Art opens the world to the possibilities that are already there, but you can't see. I, I can't? What? You're co- okay, first of all, I'm not blind. I'm pretty sure of that. And second of all, if I step outside of myself, then my meat and skeletons will just fall down on the floor, and it'll be uh, easy pickings for all the jackamantises. No, no, no. Yourself is more than just your physical being. What? Come on now. Oh, because of my gases that come out? <laughs> uh, I don't get to smell this. Oh, Ooh, that was special for you, son. <laughs> oh my, is there a window? <laughs> there is a window, but I choose not to use it. I think it's a crutch. <laughs> Can we use it? All right. Bonos, activate windows! <laughs> All right. <clears throat> well, family, we are drawing, drawing close to a close. Aww. Do you have any final words of wisdom on family, especially for those who are looking to uh, invest in a family of their own? Uh, Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. That's what family is. <laughs> no. That's the old mafia family thing again. You're getting confused, Doctor. What? Family, we're, the family we're talking about is the familial unit that comes from uh, marriage and procreation. The family you're talking about is a organization that mm-hmm. allows secrets to be held deep within inside yes so that no one will know what they are yes that that kind of family is different than the kind of family we are oh we can't hold a secret you can't hold a secret no my advice to having a strong family is don't do drugs <laughs> oh i'm out get lots of fresh air and exercise wow Turn off the television mm. and other electronic devices and read a good book. <laughs> and, well, not just one good book. I'm I mean, pretty sure that that's all just stuff that you want needed. Oh, yeah, Donna, isn't that just the lifestyle of an Amish person? Oh, no. Oh, no. No, I know. Oh, she's got an axe to grind with the Amish. <laughs> I, and furthermore, Atticus, are you on drugs? No. <laughs> Look me in the eyes. Are you on drugs? No. No? All right, I trust you. Good. Good. We'll talk again in ten years. So read many books. I just didn't understand what you meant by that. Drugs are bad for your body. Alright. That's all he meant. Read books? Read Read books books. about how drugs are bad for you. Reading is good. You know, reading is just like a habit. The more you read, the more you can read. So you should read and read and read. I'm like that with eating. Yes, that's (laughs) true. I can tell. Yeah, I like to eat a book every day. You know, they say Winston Churchill ate a book before he was done with breakfast every morning. Really? Yeah, because he was a speed eater. Uh-huh. The key is to not say the words of what you're eating while you're eating it. That slows you down. You just gotta scan the food with your mouth very quickly without saying it to yourself. And then you can eat a lot. Also, I had a modular stomach added on the back end. <laughs> so I can store a little bit extra for the cold winter months. Here's some more advice Yo. for the podscape. What did I call it? You called it the podscape. Yeah. Why, why my, are you looking at me right now? My blast of muscles. Cute. You're her inspiration. Her muse. When you speak to someone and you want to tell them that they've done you wrong, mm-hmm. you're supposed to say, when you said this, it made me feel this. When you did this, it made me feel like this. 
So you're supposed to talk about the way it made you feel instead of saying, you're a bleh, or you're a this. You know, like, or you've done this bad. to me. You're supposed to say, when you ate all of the chickens, yes. it made me feel like you don't care if I survived the winter. I don't. That's what I said to my wife. <laughs> and then I pushed her off and left. It's not murder if you're in the middle of an argument. <laughs> right, if it's said in anger and done in anger. It was a crime of action. And I am a passionate man. I'm from Italia. Oh, that is a great excuse. Thank you. That's another thing that helps in families is having plenty of excuses. Yeah. <laughs> Being Italian really helps. Especially if there are conflicts. 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 That's a whole other level. Did you see the movie The Four Seasons? That no. really bad old movie with Alan Alda. I saw the band The Four Seasons. I walked in into it accidentally back in the There was 70s. a woman who said, I said it, but I don't know, I'm Italian, I'm Italian. Everything she said that her husband got mad at her, her excuse was, I'm Italian. And then at the end, he had a huge like fight with her, and he's like, everyone in the world knows you're Italian. And so, yeah, that's a big argument. So being from a certain culture is no excuse for bad behavior within a different culture. No, but it will cause conflicts. And that's what families are for. The families help, you know, traditionally a family was so that you could have your culture reach out to another culture and create a mixed family and see this is the way that culture is mixed was through the familial melding. Two different families. Both alike in dignity in favor of us where we said our prey. Shakespeare. Yes, I wrote that. Atticus, <clears throat> do you have any final words on family? No, not really. No, not really? All right. Get one. Get a family. Yes, you should get a family. Right, because you got to sleep sometime. And while you're sleeping, your enemies could come and chew on your neck. Unless you have a mom and dad to watch the door. I'm not saying, Atticus, that someone's going to chew on your neck. But no I'm also not not saying it. <laughs> Chicago has coyotes. Really, you don't have any <laughs> advice for people who might be thinking of purchasing a family? Yeah, I don't really. No? Atticus is like, he is like a f fresh canvas waiting for the paint of age and experience to be writ large upon him. And Atticus, as a tutore, I feel like I would be quite an instructor to you. Can I purchase you from your family and you can become my apprentice? No way! But think about it, Atticus. We could rule the galaxy. I know, but I don't want to rule the galaxy. What?! That's insane! Alright. We're gonna need to bring another kid on the show that I can buy. Uh, and also another thing. Yes? I don't think learning from you would be very, uh, would be very educational. Because it'd be so exciting, it wouldn't feel like you're learning? It'd feel no. like fun? <laughs> uh, actually, at my, actually in fourth, fifth grade with my teacher, learning does feel like fun. Oh! Well, good for your teacher. He or she must be very talented. But Tatori is a talented teacher too, Atticus. I have feelings. Well, Atticus has some friends, and maybe when they listen to the podcast, maybe some of them might be interested in signing on to be the could... child of a big bloated blowhard. Thank you. I could start uh, La Academia de Torica, and I could take in several youths, street youths, and teach them the ways of the world. Yeah. All of it, how the globe is flat. And how, how people are meant to be batteries for our robot overlords. You can try to control them all you want, but they're people, you know. Who's people? Everybody. These students, they're, they're going to be people, so you can't really control them. Oh, I think you'd be surprised with my new technology and uh, brain stimulation. 
what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, <laughs> maybe we can get rid of the family and you brain stimulation crack might the thing out of the closet. What? Atticus, we haven't perfected brain stimulating someone's behind yet. It's very hard to control someone's behind. I'm sorry, it does not what I meant at all. The beehive? Oh, oh face that was palm. a dope slap. Face palm. Face palm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's time. It's time. Do you know what it's time for? The plugs. That's right. It's time for plugs. It's time for plugs. It's time for plugs. Not drugs, but plugs. plugs. Give me a hug. Don't. Come on, how about just one hug, just for once, once. No hugs for the torch. family hug. No, no, stay away from me, stay away from me. Oh, God. Ooh, that was kind of squishy. You almost made me ink. Ink? Oh, ink. Yes, I have an ink shooter. Oh, I don't want to know about uh, that. Underneath my Hewlett Packard. So it's time for plugs, Summerling family. <laughs> now, when you guys aren't touring around being a family band in Austria... <laughs> oh, escaping the Nazis? Yep. We're all escaping the Nazis nowadays. <laughs> Even though the Nazis are gone. They're gone. Oh, hopefully. Hopefully. Yes. They might, some of them might be frozen in ice. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> so, yes, Obama finally rid us of all the Nazis. Thanks a lot, Obama. So it's time to plug any pro projectos we are working on. Severlings, do you have anything in particularly you'd like to plug? Well, we live, eat, and breathe the arts, you know, Doctor. Mm -hmm. We have a family business called the Inside Out Art Studio on Montrose at Damon. And that's in Chicago, Illinois? That's right. Yes. And right there we have a family art studio where I practice my art of making masks and we uh, teach art as a, you know, as a necessity to life. Donna is a state-certified art teacher, and she manages all of our art classes. We teach for all ages. In fact, our byline is serious fun for artists of all ages. Huh. And so there at the Inside Out Art Studio, you could take art classes. Adults do that on Thursday nights these days at the Inside Out Art Studio and learn how to make masks with me, a master mask maker. Master mask maker. Or you could, if you're a kid from ages five and up, and we're all kids somewhere in there except for those of us under five, you could take an art camp with us, and we have art camps all summer. Whoa. We have them during like Columbus Day and yeah. days off from school. We have them yeah. in winter break, spring break. Whenever you're not in school, you might be able to be in an art camp at the Inside Out Art Studio. Inside Out Art Studio. And we take that seriously. We do a lot of great art all day long. You got to bring a lunch, though. Oh, I'd like to take a lunch. <laughs> Give me a lunch. Give me a lunch. So aside from that, I'm also a mask maker, so I have some masks that are on display right now at Lemmings, which is a bar on Damon Avenue. Oh. I believe it's 1850 Damon Avenue down there in Bucktownish neighborhood. Also, every year at the Jazz Fest or the Chicagoween, or if you're in New Orleans, the Mardi Gras Mask Market, the four days before Mardi Gras every year. Oh, yes. The Lincoln Park Arts and Music Festival this year in June. And uh, if you wanted to bring artists like Donna or myself to your school to teach art because you needed to augment the arts education at your school, just look at artists, art, excuse me, artist in the classroom, artist singular in the classroom.com where we have our site about how we bring arts to schools. Excellent. And Atticus is going to be in a show. What? I'm going to be in a play. End the microphone, boy. 
Um, I'm going to be in a play. Like a theater play? Yeah. Oh. At my school. What's and it called? At this regional gifted center, the play is called Tale of Despero. Tale of Despero. It's going to be on Wednesday. June 3rd? June, June 5th. 5th. June 5th. 2013. 2013, of course. And Atticus will play yep. the Jailer. Yes. The Jailer. And Donna. Donna teaches art at many places. Yes, I do. I perform the art of teaching at the Highland Park Art Center. Teaching is acting. I learned that. <laughs> the Evanston Art Center. The Inside Out Art Studio. And I do drawing clubs for after-school programs. And she also teaches art at the Edgebrook Elementary School? Yes, I teach at Edgebrook. So if, like, as Jeff was saying, if you need an artist to come to your classroom, you can contact us. Get serious ones like us. Yeah. Look how serious we've been. Serious ones. <laughs> who, who have fallen prey to the pod chamber siren song. Professional. Professional artist. Mature. And if I could say so myself, I mean, I've never seen you guys before in my life, but my idiot roommate, Mark Soloff, is quite a man of the arts in Chicago. He has seen your work. We love him. We love him. You love him? Yeah. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> we, we fed him. You should him. love Dottore. You should feed Dottore. <laughs> I'm going to plug that next time. Feedme.com. <laughs> anyway, their work is, uh, according to my idiot roommate, uh, truly great, so you should really check them out. Uh, are you done with your dumb plugs? Your plugs? My plugs. It's time for my plugs! My plugs! <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Do you have any plugs? Yes, I got some plugs. So check it out, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, speaking of my idiot roommate, Mark Soloff, he writes for and acts for a science fiction podcast called Our Fair City. You can find it on iTunes or OurFairCity.com. And if you like Blaster Podcast, go ahead and subscribe on iTunes or like Blaster Podcasts' Facebook page. Hey, Dottore, do you have a website? Not yet, but keep your ears peeled because perhaps someday in the future, I'll scrounge up $8 and subscribe to a web hosting program. Or you could send me $8. Come on. What is it? That's like one cup of coffee nowadays, so it's not going to hurt. Anyway, that's it for my plugs. We've all plugged it up. That's great. That's great. Well, I would like to personally thank the entire Semmeling family, at least the nuclear family. I don't know your cousins and aunts. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for being, to know them. <laughs> being on the last year podcast. And especially the one, especially the ones on Dunn's side. Oh, no. oh, oh you should see my people. Oh my and god, they are such a pain. I hope they don't listen to this. Uh, no, I, I'll put a security code on so that no, okay. no one but us can listen. It's gonna have very That'll low be... download. Oh, speaking of that, what? My friends in Iceland. My friends in Russia, my friends in Italy, no one has downloaded this podcast in these uh, countries. What's going on? Let's go. I'm going to get you some more people around the world, Doctore. Thank you. I like this. We're going to form an international family. <laughs> this now concludes our episode on family. Thank you all so much for coming, uh, sharing your knowledge with Dottore Bolordo. Uh, I'm going to say one final thing. In Atticus, I'd like you to join me with this. Mm -hmm. We're going to say Haru uh, to close out this episode. Are you ready? Three, two, one. Hello. That's your podcast.